Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world.
a show. This is more than a podcast. This is an, a platform that we created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and to maximize their greatest potential. And every week through um, intriguing conversations and inspiring guests, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. That's what we've been about from inception, and that's what this podcast will continue to be about even as we're evolving it into a much larger platform in the days to come. So I hope you'll stay connected. There are some exciting things on the horizon so that we can better serve you in the days to come. I want to do a couple of things really quickly, and I want to get right into this topic today because it's the first day of the new year, and we want to get this year started off correctly. So let me quickly go through a couple of things that we're going to jump right into the topic today. Uh, First of all, how you start a cycle is very important. And anybody that knows me knows that I am a firm believer in development, in personal growth, personal development, self-empowerment. That's part of the reason I do the work that I do uh, through my organization, Jamel Sanders International. You can find out more about me at www.jamelsanders.com, and there you will find a hub of empowerment resources to help you to fulfill your purpose and realize your greatest potential. You'll find a link to sign up to my empowerment newsletter, which I would encourage you to sign up because we're going to be sending out some great content this year to help you on your journey of growth and development. You'll also find links to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. And you will also find more about the products and the services that I offer. Jamel Sanders International was started more than a decade ago to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential through capacity building systems and programs. And to this end, JSI essentially exists uh, to bring solutions to global problems. And so as a consultant, as an advisor, as a thought leader, as a speaker, Um, As a consultant, I work with leaders around the world and empower them with tools and strategies and insights and wisdom to help them lead in their prospective industry and, most of all, to bring solutions to some of the complex challenges and problems of our time. So you can find out more about me there, and you'll also find out more about some of my resources. Speaking of resources, I believe that books are invaluable. I believe that books open us up to the world. They open us up to new possibilities and horizons for our lives, and books have changed my life in a fundamental way. And I am a writer. I have released um, 10 books, but I want to recommend a couple of resources to you really quickly that I believe can help you as you're starting your new year. First of all, my eighth book, Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference. Most people in the world today will tell you that they feel like they have imposter syndrome, but they don't really have imposter syndrome. Most people in the world are struggling with an identity crisis. 
and they don't know who they are or why they're here. And so they acquiesce to situations and circumstances, and they play the role of a victim because they have not identified their true worth and value and the power that they possess on the inside. And so for years I've given a lot of keynotes. I've mentioned identity, but I wanted to write a book that was centered around identity and helping people to do the inner work to get to a place of wholeness and significance and worth and value in their lives. Every person on this planet is seeking significance. They may not know how to articulate it or to give it the verbiage or expression, but we're all looking for meaning and value and to know that our lives matter and that we lived with intentionality and purpose and that we did something meaningful in the world and in our lifetime and generation. And so I wrote this book because I wanted to help people identify um, those barriers that stand in the way of wholeness, that stand in the way of identity, and becoming who you were created to be. And so this book is going to help you to um, break out of the identity crisis and the cycles of inferiority in your life. It's going to help you um, embrace your difference and own it, to find your voice, and most of all, to express your significance in a world that would try to discount um, who you are. And so uh, you can get a copy of Significance through Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most major book distributors. I also would recommend to you my ninth book, which is Honor, The Law That Governs Greatness. Uh, this book doesn't really need a lot of explanation. It's been featured on the um, Charisma Podcast Network. It's been featured in the pages of Charisma Magazine. It has gotten a lot of attention, and it is the bestseller to date. Honor is really a book that I wrote because of what I've seen in leadership over the years. I've seen so many people that have great potential, have great capacity, but they're not really using it to the best of their ability. And, you know, I've been grappling with this question for probably two decades or longer now, and that question is how do we move from potentiality into power? And I've learned from my life and my journey that we can only do it through a process called prophetic development. And so I wrote Honor because I wanted to give leaders the tools to move from potential into the power of who they were created and intended to be. And so this book is really a prophetic development manual and tool that leaders, managers, governments, nations, organizations can use to help people rise to the level of their potential. It's one thing to have potential. It's another thing to be able to convert potential into power, and you do it through this process of mastering the law of honor. It's a law that changed my life, and it will revolutionize the way you look at leadership as well. I believe it will challenge your assumptions and your motives for why you want power and influence. And most of all, it's going to help you cultivate your capacity for leadership greatness because we have a lot of people that are in positions, but positions are not just to be in, they're to be occupied. And in order to occupy a position, you have to have um, development. You have to be sharpened. And so many leaders don't have that sharpening edge that is so important to the times that we live in. We have a lot of duplicates, but we don't have a lot of originals. And so mastery of this law is so important because 
potential means nothing if you don't have the ability to convert it into power and to do something with it. And so I've seen the abuse of power. I've seen the abuse of influence. I've seen people that just don't have the development necessary to lead in this time that we live in. And so I wrote honor because this was a law that changed my life, and it is the law that will change the lives of leaders around the world. So you can get that from Amazon, Kindle, Nook, and most major book distributors as well. And, of course, I just released my 10th book, which is next, The Emergence of the History Shapers. Um, as a visionary leader, I'm very, very interested in where the world is going, and I'm very interested in how to push the world forward. And so I wrote next because I wanted to awaken a generation of visionaries and innovators to take their place and to lead the change that we want to see in the world. Um, as the global pandemic broke out in 2020, so many people were reaching out to me. Leaders were reaching out. They were apprehensive. They were uncertain about the future and where the world is going. And as I do, I begin to speak to them about the day and the time and the era that we're living in and what I see happening globally. And so next is really a prophetic blueprint of where I see the world headed in the next 20 years and the type of visionary leadership that it's going to take to move the world into the possibilities of a new tomorrow. Um, I delve into the characteristics of those that shape history. I delve into the importance of crisis management and leadership and why we need leaders that are mantled for crises so that we can produce change in the world and so much more. It's a phenomenal read, and I know it's going to transform the way that you look at leadership for generations to come. So you can get a copy of Next through um, Amazon, Kindle, Nook, and most major book distributors as well. And I know it's going to be a great benefit to your life because it is all about revolutionary leadership and how to lead change in the world. And this is something that's so important for where we are right now. Everybody knows that our book club is reading Trent Shelton's um, Honest, Unfiltered, as real as I can put it, Advice for Life's Biggest Challenges by Trent Shelton. And we're going to be having a discussion around that book in the next few weeks. So I hope you'll stay tuned. I'm going to take a quick break and jump into this topic of starting the year off right. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So we're talking about... Uh, starting the year off right. At midnight, the clock struck 12. We crossed over from 2021 into 2022, and we are officially in a new year. It's amazing because it seems like just yesterday we were stepping into 2021 and 
people were holding their breath because we were coming out of 2020, which was such an uncertain year for the world as the world came to a screeching halt and our lives were just totally flipped upside down and people had such great hopes and expectations for 2021 and for a little while things were able to get back to a sense of normalcy, but here we are now stepping into the year 2022 and you know, a lot of things are very uncertain in the world once again, but nevertheless, I hope that you have taken the time to, uh, first of all, close out old chapters because a lot of times what happens is we go out of a year and we enter a new cycle physically, but psychologically we're still in the old cycle. And so one of the things I always tell people and one thing I've told my clients for years is that you have got to close out old chapters if you're going to step into a new year. It does no good to change a calendar and no change has taken place in you. And so a lot of times we're excited, we got our calendar, we're writing down resolutions, but no change has happened internally. And so what happens is the new year becomes a repeat of the year before. And today a lot of people are excited, they're writing resolutions, they're writing goals and plans and objectives of what they want to accomplish. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But what I've discovered over the years is that a lot of people will do all of this writing and we'll make all of these mantras and statements today and I'll give them to about January the 15th and all of a sudden the gyms will clear out people will go back to eating the same disgusting foods that they were eating before people will go back to the same bad habits because it was all excitement and adrenaline, but there was no real plan for change taking place in their life. And what I always want people to understand about a new year and about any season of your life, for that matter, is that all change begins with you. And so many times we think because January 1st hits that magic happens, and the reality is that it's not magic. It's, if it's going to be, it's up to me. And more so than that, but you also have to understand that your mentality is going to determine what you accomplish and what you don't accomplish in 2022. And so a lot of times we're so excited about the flip of the calendar but no change has happened with us. And so, yeah, you flip the page and it's January 1st, but what change are you bringing to 2022 so that you can see the results that you want to see? So these are the kinds of conversations that not everybody's going to have because people like to feel good and feel inspired. You know, today people are going to be really motivated tomorrow, probably the next week or two. And then all of a sudden, like I said, we return back to life as usual. And then we'll find ourselves here January 2023. No real change or progress in our lives because we don't realize that this is not magic. This is not um, osmosis. This is something that's very intentional that you have to do in order to change your life. And so the first thing that I want to discuss with you today, if you're going to start the year off right, you have to realize that you are responsible for the change that you create in the new year. Write that down. 
you are responsible for the change that you create in the new year. It's good to have resolutions. I'm not against it. I don't set resolutions. They don't work, and I've seen them not work for a whole lot of people, so we'll get into that later. You know, a lot of people are making mantras. I'm not against mantras or even having affirmations. But what I want you to realize is that you are responsible for the change that you're going to create in 2022. And so that brings me to a very important question. What change do you want to see happen in your life this year? Because a lot of times we talk about things, but we never create the blueprint to get the change that we want to see happen in our lives. And so I want you to spend some time today or over this weekend thinking about what it is that you want to change about your life and what you're going to do to initiate change that you want to see because you are responsible for it. Just because the calendar changed, just because it's a new year, things about your life are not just going to change unless you change them. And you have to figure out what is the one thing that can change everything about your life. And what I've discovered is that that thing was me. It was not uh, waiting for some outside force or entity or some relationship or some special thing to happen. It was realizing that I am the catalyst for all change and growth and transformation in my life. And I think if more people realize that, then the new year wouldn't be such this little magical type of moment or event. We would realize that January 1st is here. I got to put my head down laser focus in on what it is I want to do and set the course for achieving the life that I desire to live in 2022 and beyond. And so I just wanted to start out with that because I want you to understand that you are responsible for creating the change that you want to see in your life. It's not up to anybody else. It's not up to your circumstance or your situation. It's not up to environment. It's not up to favorable conditions. You are responsible. And so I think the thing that is so powerful about the message of empowerment, which I've been talking about for years, is that you have to take responsibility for your life. You know, a lot of this motivational, inspirational garbage that's out here. Um, gives people this false hope and this false sense of security and this artificial narrative. And they think that everything is just magical, and if I think happy thoughts and speak happy words, my life is going to change. And the reality is if you listen to my last show of 2021, I told you on the Finish to Your Strong show, I can guarantee you that 2022 is going to bring challenges, opposition, pressure, crises, contradictions, you are going to encounter challenges no matter what season of your life you're in. And so when I see people selling people this false hope and this false reality, you know, it's just not the reality of what's happening in the world. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have crises. You're going to have contradictions. That's going to come with every year. But the thing about the method of empowerment it's not that you're going to have the challenges or the crisis or the contradiction. The thing that I want people to understand is that there is something in you 
call hidden potential or the seed of greatness that is big enough to surmount every insurmountable obstacle and situation in your way. And so you don't have to be fearful because of challenges or contradictions or that arise in your life. You should be empowered and realize that you have what it takes. You possess the capacity uh, to rise above it and to conquer it. And so that's the, the truth that I want people to get, not just happy thoughts and happy words and then they're disappointed because all these challenges and things start happening in their lives because that's just a part of life. It's going to happen. But there is something in you called a seed of greatness that has overcome the challenges and the odds that will rise up against you. And so I want you to realize that you are responsible uh, for the change that you want to see in your life. I think that's really important. And then the second thing I want you to realize is that your mindset is one of the greatest predictors of the possibilities of this new year. Your mindset is one of the greatest predictors of the possibilities of this year. And so are you working on your mental game? Because a lot of times we're writing resolutions, we're writing affirmations, we're writing all this positive stuff, but you cannot get a negative mind to produce a positive outcome. So many times, as I told you in the beginning moments of this show, we have crossed over in terms of the calendar, but we have not crossed over psychologically. And so we bring those same toxic thoughts, those same um, inferior thoughts, disempowering beliefs, self-imposed limitations, psychological constructs. We bring all of that stuff into a new year, and we think because we throw some positive affirmations and words on top of a bunch of toxicity that we're going to see transformation in our lives, and it's not going to happen. And so what has to happen is you have to begin to work on your mental game. That means that you have to have the ability to drive toxic thoughts out of your mind, not to say that they're not going to show up, not to say that negative thoughts are not going to manifest, but you have the power to drive those things from your mind and to intentionally plant the types of thoughts that you want to see blossom and flourish and mature and grow in your life. And so you got to work on your mental game. It's not just going to happen by osmosis. It's not just going to happen because you have good intentions for this year. You have got to work on your mentality. And one of the greatest ways I've learned to work on my mental game is to look back over the last 12 months. Look at the goals you set for yourself in 2021. Did you not accomplish why did you not accomplish those goals? What barriers or what uh, resistance, what challenges, what obstacles stood in the way of you getting to the goal that you want to get to? See, these type of questions are going to begin to address your belief system, your paradigm, your um, perspective about life and why you are or not progressing or why you are or are not growing and reaching your potential. 
Because if we just go from year to year and we never take the time to audit and assess the year before and audit and assess why we're not making progress on the goals and the objectives we set for ourselves, we're just wasting time and energy. And so I want you to spend some time working on your mental game. Your mental game, your psychological construct is going to be absolutely imperative to the possibilities of what this year will look like for you. And so you can continue to tell yourself all kind of lies and stories and say it's just going to be better and different. And the reality is that for most people, every year is just a repeat of the year before. Most people are living their lives on repeat and regret, and they are not producing the results that they want to see. And so you have got to work on your mental game. What is it in your wiring psychologically that is preventing you from winning, from progressing, and from realizing your potential? You have to understand that you are always one thought away from a different life. And if you can drive the toxicity, the unbelief, the doubt, the fear, the inhibitions out of your psychological thought pattern and process, then you can drive in the possibility thoughts that will empower you to create the reality that you want to see for yourself. And so this is a very critical time. It's January 1st. You have a blank page. You have the opportunity to create something new and different with your life but you have got to take the time to assess your mental game. You got to work on your mental game and you got to sure up those places that are weak, those places that are feeble, those inferior areas so that your thinking does not become a barrier to the transformation that you want to see in your life this year. And then after you have done that, I want to move into this next step, which I believe is very important. And that is you need to create a blueprint for success in the new year. One of the most um, interesting things I've ever heard from a person, you know, I was asking them about their goals and their objectives and what it is they wanted to accomplish a particular year. And, you know, they begin to tell me, and I said, oh, that's great. And I said, have you written all of that down and organized it? And they gave me this weird look, and they told me something that I just burst out laughing because it was so funny to me. They said, oh, I have it in my head. And I said, okay, you have it in your head. I said, let me ask you something. Um, what goals did you set for yourself in such, a, such and such a year? And they began to tell me. And I said, okay, and how much of that did you accomplish? They said, I didn't really accomplish much. And then I asked them about another year. What? How much of this did you accomplish in? Uh, I didn't really accomplish a whole lot of that. And then I asked them about another year, and I said, how much of that did you accomplish? And they said, uh, I didn't really accomplish a lot of that either. And I think in that moment the light bulb came on for them, and they began to realize what I meant when I said that. You cannot just have your goals in your head or in your heart. That's good. But what I know from personal experience, what I know from over 20 years of doing the work, is that you've got to write those goals down and you've got to be able to see them. And one of the things that hinders a lot of people from success, I just have to say this, we write entirely too many goals. If you already know you're kind of a distracted person and you don't always stick to what you say you're going to do, you probably don't need to write down 25 or 30 goals for the year. 
Um, what I did, I had a friend a couple of years ago that was struggling with making progress on some things, and I told him, I don't want you to write down any more than three to five things that you want to get done and accomplish. And they gave me this weird look, and they said, are you serious? I said, I don't write down more than about three to five key things that I want to get accomplished within a year cycle. And I said, one of the reasons I do that is, first of all, I avoid overwhelming myself with too much because most people are not going to do 20, 25 things anyway, and most people don't even have the discipline to do 20, 25 things. So three to five things that you want to do. And I said, I don't want you to write some vague, ambiguous type of goals. I want you to write very clear goals. In other words, I want you to be specific. I want it to be a measurable goal. I want it to be an attainable goal. I don't want you writing something 50 years into the future because it's just going to produce discouragement and hopelessness and you're going to give up. And then I want you to make sure that you have a time horizon for your goal. You need to set an expected end date because when we don't put end dates on goals, they linger too long, and most of the time we never accomplish them. And so I want you to have a time horizon for your goal. when I began to put time horizon on goals, it changed everything. I started to get more done. I started to be more productive. I started to make more progress in different areas. And so three to five key goals that you want to get done this year. If you don't really know what to do, I want you to do this for me. I want you to think of a spiritual goal. I want you to think of a personal goal. I want you to think of a professional goal. I want you to think of a financial goal, and I want you to think of a health goal. Write that down. I want you to write a spiritual goal, a personal goal, a professional goal, a financial goal, and a health goal. That will give you five. And so I want you to take some time. What is your personal goal that you want to accomplish this year? Maybe you want to read at least one book a month by the end date of each month, and you write that down. Maybe you want to invest in a coaching or a mentoring program that will help you take your life to the next level, and I want to begin this by January the 15th, 2022. Maybe you want to go to a new networking event that you saw a promo for. And so you want to go to this event on January 22nd of 2022. Whatever it is, I want you to write down your personal goal. Then I want you to write down your professional goal. How are you going to grow professionally this year? Do you want a promotion? Do you want to switch jobs? Do you want to change careers? Whatever that is, I want you to take time and clarify that goal. And then I want you to, um, I forgot about the spiritual goal is first. I can't believe I almost forgot that. Number one, your spiritual goal. If you know me, I'm a person of faith. So what am I doing in the area of my faith? Am I going to spend more time in the Word? Am I going to spend more time in prayer? Am I going to devote more time to my spiritual growth and development? How can I be a greater benefit to my local church or my local faith community? I want you to think of a spiritual goal for this year. And I want you to do that one first because I believe that spirituality comes first before the personal, before the professional, before the financial, before the health, spirituality is first. And if you don't have the pillar of spirituality right, you're going to begin to sit on 
a stool with no balance and your life is going to come apart. And so a lot of people want to get into the money and get into the profession and all of that is good, but your spiritual foundation is the pillar of everything. And so I want you to get very clear about your spiritual goal, your personal and your professional goal. And then one of my favorite topics is somebody that has a degree in finance. What is your financial goal for the year? What do you want to be in your bank account by December 31st? And what do you need to do to get there? Do you need to increase your savings? Sometimes we want to save, 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 and sometimes we need to increase our income. So what can you do to increase your income or to create another stream of income so that things can be lighter or less stressful for you? So think about what your financial goals are and what it is that you want to accomplish. You know the state of your finances. You know where you could tighten things up. You know where you could do things better. So what do you want to do to make financial year for you in 2022? And then the last one, have a health goal. You know, so many people, this is the time when the weight loss goes abound. And for a week or two, people will go to the gym, maybe through January, and then they fall off and they go back. Because what we don't understand is not about losing weight. It's about changing the lifestyle. And if you realize that it's about a lifestyle change, then you'll stick with it and you'll get the result. And so whatever your health goal, maybe you need to change your diet this year. Maybe you need to hire a nutritionist. Maybe you need to hire a personal trainer. Whatever it is that you need to do to get you from where you are to where you need to be, be willing to make the investments in doing that. And so I want you to create a blueprint and not only that, I want you to write this down because anything that you don't write down is not legal and it's not authorized. And so you need to write it down. And what I do every single day, I go back to that goal list and I look at it every single day. Why? Because you need to focus on it. Where there is no vision, where there's no prophetic utterance, the people cast off restraints and run wild. The major problem in the world is not that people are victims of their circumstances. They have no vision for their life. And if you don't have a vision for your life, you will always be victimized by somebody else's vision. And so you need to have a vision this year. Most people are not successful year after year because they have no vision. And because they have no vision, guess what? They spend their time serving the vision of Facebook, serving the vision of Twitter, serving the vision of Instagram, serving the vision of Netflix, serving the vision of hanging out with their friends, but they are not making any real progress in their lives. And so you've got to have a vision. Nobody can have a vision for you, but you, you've got to define what it is that you want to see and what you want your life to look like, and then you've got to get busy creating that. And so we talked about a lot. We talked about mindset. We talked about realizing that you're responsible for the change. We've talked about having a blueprint. And then in the time that I have left, I think this is the most important if you're going to start the year off right. you got to execute aggressively on your goals. Write it down. you got to execute aggressively on your goals. In other words, no excuses. Like even I'll give you a little glimpse into this morning. I took my journal I took my goal book, I wrote down those key goals for the year, um, I spent some time praying and reflecting on 
um, this new cycle and what I want certain things to look like by certain dates and times and moments and all of that. Why? Because, you know, we're in the weekend right now, but that doesn't mean anything to me. When the calendar struck January 1st, it's time to aggressively execute on the goals that we set. That means that you got to do something every single day in the direction of your desire. And you, you have to ask yourself, see, I ask myself a very important question. Am I going to sit here and scroll social media or am I going to be productive? Am I going to sit here and entertain this or am I going to be productive? Because I guarantee you that if you're not giving yourself aggressively and executing on those goals, something else is getting your time and your attention. And you have got to invest your energy in the things that will improve your life. So many times we invest in things that are destroying our lives, but we don't invest in the things that will improve our lives. And so I want you to think about this this year. When you pick up the remote, when you tell your friends the lie that you don't have the time to do X, Y, and Z, but you sat there for five hours watching a series, and when you tell people that you don't have the money for this, but they find you coming out of your favorite store with all of these bags of goods, I want you to just think about the lies that we tell ourselves for why we can't do better and be better. And I want you to ask yourself, am I aggressively executing on my vision? Because the difference in seasons, the difference in years will be your execution, not how excited we are on January 1st, because many people are excited today. And before the first quarter is over, they will have totally abandoned their goals and what they set out to do. So I'm not impressed with that. I'm not impressed with the people writing things down and getting their little affirmation cards. What I'm impressed with is when we get to December 31st of this year and you look back over the last 12 months and you say to yourself, have I aggressively executed on my vision? And you're able to see the rewards of your relentless pursuit of what it is you said you wanted to accomplish. That's going to be the difference maker in this cycle for you. And so I hope that you've gotten some benefit out of this show. I always do this starting y'all right because I want to be honest with people. I know a lot of people are going to be doing podcasts over the next few days, and they're going to be giving you all of your little positive and cute words and telling you how great you are. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just like having honest talk with people and letting them know that it's not just positive words and good affirmations, but you really have to do the work. And if you will aggressively execute on your vision, this will be the greatest year of your life. If you will take action every single day in the direction of your goals, you won't have any regrets when you get to the end of this year because you will have used your time, your energy, your resources to the best of your ability to see things move forward in your life. Every day we have a decision to make, and that decision is we can choose pleasure or progress, and you have to determine what do you want more. Do you want the pleasure of this moment? Or do you want the progress of manifesting your goals and your greatest desires? 
Pleasure is good for a moment, but that pleasure quickly turns into pain when you realize the wasted time and the squandered opportunities that you did not take advantage of in your life. And so I'm challenging you to own this moment before you get busy with all of the festivities today and before you get your black eyed peas and your greens and all of the little traditions that we do. You know, all of that is cute, but at the end of the day, none of it translates into your success or prosperity. I mean, you can have some green, you can have all of these little cliches, but then nothing is a substitute for the execution of the work. And this is the thing that's going to set you up for success and prosperity in 2022 and beyond. Every year will become your year if you're an executor. And so, you know, I, I watch people and I listen and they're like, this is going to be my year. I'm going to do it. And I said, they said that last year. They said that five years ago. They said that 10 years ago. And they're no further than they were then because it's more to it than claiming something. You have to do the work. And if they would put the same energy into execution as they do about excitement, they would get a lot further. And so this is the year of execution. I want you to be an executioner. I want you to take action every day in the direction of your desired outcome. Work on your mindset. Get clear boundaries. Learn the power of saying no. Everything doesn't demand your attention or your focus. And give yourself totally to the thing that you've been put on this planet to do. We only have so much time. We only have so much opportunity. Don't waste your life. Use your life to the best of your ability to serve the world and to serve your generation and to do something meaningful that will speak beyond the grave. We can't take our hours of binge-watching shows with us. We can't take um, all the hours of just relaxation and doing nothing with us. But what we can do, we can work the time that we have on this planet, use it to the best of our ability, serve our generation, and leave an indelible mark that even when our bodies are no longer here physically, the legacy and the impact that we left will still be able to resonate with generations to come. I'm focused on impact, and I hope that you're focused on impact as well, using your life to the best of your ability so that you can make the world a better place. Happy New Year. Start the year right. Start the year focused. Execute and manifest your dreams and vision in 2022. I'll talk to you again soon. Be blessed.